1: Welcome to Season 6, Episode 134 of the North American Outdoors Podcast. My name is Heidi Rayo, and I'm coming to you from the great state of Texas. So today's question is one that a lot of hunters may be asking themselves, and the question is, what is a baited field? This is the most misunderstood part of migratory bird hunting what is a baited field what is baiting and what is considered a baiting field are the most common questions i get when in the field or when teaching others about migratory bird hunting the first thing you must remember is that hunting migratory birds over bait is both a federal and a state violation in every single state in the United States. According to the U.S. Fish and Wildlife Service, baiting is the direct or indirect placing, exposing, depositing, distributing, or scattering of salt, grain, or other feed that could lure or attract waterfowl to, on, or over any area where hunters are attempting to take them. Additionally, According to the U.S. Fish and Wildlife Service, a baited area is any area on which salt, grain, or other feed has been placed, exposed, deposited, distributed, or scattered if that salt, grain, or feed could serve as a lure or attraction for waterfowl. Baiting and hunting over a baited field is arguably the most confusing aspect of all hunting laws. An all-inclusive and thorough class on what constitutes baiting could easily be six to eight hours long. Baiting really starts to get confusing when crops and agriculture land is used for hunting. There are two things that hunters must be aware of regarding the law and baited areas. First thing is how long you must wait before you can legally hunt over an area that was previously baited. The second is the distance you can legally hunt from a baited area. If an area is considered baited, you must wait 10 days to legally hunt migratory birds over the property once all the bait is removed. It is determined that birds will still be attracted to the area up to 10 days once the bait has been removed. This gives the migratory birds that were attracted to the bait to adjust their flight patterns. How far do you have to be from a baited area to legally hunt an area? Unfortunately, distance is up to the discretion of the game warden who is checking you. This is because there is no legislative set distance from bait in the law. The law prohibits hunting if the birds are being lured over you because of bait. It is possible to be hunting on your property and unbeknownst to you, the neighboring property is baited. Although you do not have the right to cross the fence and check for bait, you are still hunting over a baited field. It is easy to understand what is considered baiting. It is the distribution of salt, grain, or other feed used to attract migratory birds. But baiting can also include egg, or oyster shell, finely ground gravel, or any other thing that lures or attracts migratory birds. Baiting is not limited to just a food source. Deer feeders can become problematic when hunting migratory birds. When feeders go off, they are attracting more than just deer. Migratory birds are also attracted to deer feeders. If you are hunting one end of the property for migratory birds and the birds are flying over you towards a feeder on the other side of the property, technically you're hunting over a baited area. You cannot simply turn off your feeder and hunt. The feed would have to be cleaned up and you would have to wait the legislative 10 days before you could legally hunt migratory birds in that same area. Migratory birds can be hunted over fields of unharvested standing crops. You can also hunt over standing crops or over property of harvested crops that have been flooded. You can hunt migratory birds over any agricultural land in which the activities are conducted in accordance with recommendations of the state extension specialists of the Cooperative State Research, Education, and and Extension Service of the U.S. Department of Agriculture. This includes the Cooperative Extension Service or the Ag Co-op. This includes the presence of seed or grain that is scattered solely as the result of normal agricultural planting, normal agricultural harvesting, normal agricultural post-harvest manipulation, or normal soil stabilization practices. This does not include the placement of seeds in piles or in a concentrated area. The US Fish and Wildlife Service does not make a distinction of an agricultural field that's planted with intent to harvest a crop and those planted to attract wildlife so long as the planting is in accordance with the recommendations from the cooperative extension service. You must follow the recommended planting dates, the proper seed distribution, Seed bed preparation, application rate, and seed viability. You can hunt migratory birds on or over areas where farmers feed grain to livestock, store grain, or engage in other normal agricultural practices as long as it meets the definition of a normal agricultural planting, harvest, or post-harvest manipulation according to the Cooperative Extension Service. Hunting over an area that is harvested is legal as long as it was done in accordance with the recommendations of the Cooperative Extension Service. In other words, the harvest was conducted in a normal agricultural process. This means that grain or other, quote, bait is present while hunting. This does not mean that the grain can be placed in piles or rows just for the purpose of hunting. The U.S. Fish and Wildlife Service uses the example of swathing wheat crops in accordance with the Cooperative Extension Service in the Midwest. When swathing wheat, the crop is cut, placed into rows, and left in the field for several days until it dries. Hunting migratory birds over a swathed wheat field during the recommended drying period is legal. It would be illegal to hunt migratory birds over that same field when the wheat becomes unmarketable or that it is left in the field past the recommended drying period. You cannot legally hunt migratory birds over manipulated agricultural crops unless it's part of the normal harvest and removal of the crop. Mowing, shredding, disking, or any other activity that results in the presence of seed or grain because of crop manipulation prior to the normal harvest would be considered a baited area and unlawful to hunt. Additionally, if there is an interruption in the normal harvest process, such as mechanical failure of equipment, hunting migratory birds over that area would be illegal. An example of this would be if a farmer reaps a portion of his field and then has an equipment failure, leaving a portion of the field unharvested. The whole wheat field would be illegal to hunt over. Wildlife food plots would be illegal to hunt migratory birds over where grain or seed has been distributed, scattered, or exposed because these plots are not normal agricultural plantings or normal soil stabilization practices. Wildlife food plots can be hunted over once the planted crop has germinated and there is no longer any seeds or grain scattered about the ground. Natural vegetation can be manipulated for the purposes of migratory birds. Natural vegetation is any non-agricultural, Native or naturalized plant that grows from planting or from existing naturally occurring seeds. It is very important to remember that it does not matter if you are hunting migratory birds in an agricultural setting, wetland, or open field, you cannot do anything that disperses grains, seeds, or other attractants. This includes intentionally knocking down seeds from standing plants while setting decoys, setting up a blind, or driving to and from the area that you are hunting. When you enter your hunting area, you must do so with the least amount of disturbance to the surrounding vegetation. It is also important to remember that it is up to each hunter to know the laws and regulations of each species he or she is hunting. Follow the rules and you will not have to worry when the game warden suddenly shows up. Tune in next week to find out what the best way to handle a situation when you are approached in the field by your friendly game warden. There is no better classroom than the outdoors, roaming the woods and waters, and creating memories that will last a lifetime. This is Heidi Rayo, and you have heard another North American Outdoors podcast for more information, visit northamericanoutdoors.org and follow me on Instagram at North American Outdoors. Have a great day.